Hi, I'm Molly, and this is my guest, Shepard. Today, we're going to discuss how love affects the nature of your friendships. Now, in World War II, and in books like Anne Frank and The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. So, a theme I found in everything was love can build a family-like bond with your friends. Because in a lot of the literature I read, there's a lot of domestic characteristics shown throughout the friendships. So, throughout books and history, it is evident that when you love someone so much, you begin to parent them. Yeah, when I saw the book thief, Woody showed Liesl around throughout the movie, and um, it went from a nice gesture to a friendship, and I think that they gained such a strong relationship that it was so hard to break apart. Yes, so, like, when Woody would... Um, a dive into a freezing cold river to get something that Lisa loved so much. It showed, you know, how much he cared for her happiness and just wanted her to have a good life. I think it also showed how much he loved her. And even though he might have not admitted it, um, I think Lisa kind of got the, the gesture of what he was going for. Yeah, because in the beginning, what he seemed to go from having a crush on her to being really good friends and, you know, keeping some of her closest secrets, like how Max was staying with them. Um, and so they grew a really strong relationship. And I feel like this shows how they're very similar to a brother and a sister, but you know, how they want the best for each other, but they still want to have fun with each other. And they have their little arguments. I think it was also really impressive how Woody seemed to, well, he kept all of her secrets and he didn't say anything to anyone else. And I think that really gained Liesl's trust and just brought them closer together. Yeah, I think it definitely brought them close together. Um, they obviously really have each other's trust. Um, when Liesl came, the um, her mom was a little cold to her, and she was just getting adjusted to this new family. So I think that Woody was really like a, um, not an escape, but someone to cheer her up and keep her spirits a little you know, hi. And he was also just someone that she could kind of vent on whenever she was going through really rough times, um, which was a lot of the time because her brother died on the train. She has new parents um, and there's just so much going on in her life. And I think Woody just really seemed to help her out and was kind of her escape route. So, yeah, I can definitely agree with that, how she... Um, not, she didn't replace her brother, but it was kind of a way for her to, um, you know, hang out with Woody was kind of like hanging out with her brother, although we don't know a lot about her brother. Um, he was like a brother to her, so I think that happens. Okay, so do you think that this domestic nature is shown with Max and Liesl's relationship?
Yeah, definitely. I think that um, Max and Mitchell also grew a really strong relationship throughout their time together. Um, and I think for Liesl, it was really, really hard to let Max go. Um, but, I mean, Liesl showed how much she cared for him, and she parented him in a way that they grew such a strong relationship that it was so hard to break them apart. Yeah, um, definitely, because, you know, Max started out, although he was sick, he answered Liesl's questions, um, even though it was just this little girl who was living in the same house as him for that time. But then Liesl started to take care of Max, and um, he fed, or she fed him, read him books, um, told him about the outside world. It showed so much. Um, it really showed a lot of love for him, and she was so sad when he had to leave and so happy when she saw him again. So I think that definitely shows how much love they have for each other. And, um, you know, Max encouraged Liesl's love to read, um, wanted her to write. So he definitely was like a support system for her. Yeah, I think support system is a great way to, um, to summarize how Max helped her out. Mm -hmm. Um, and in the movie, it also talked about how Max would always ask her, what's the weather today? And I think that that was really sweet because Lisa would always tell him. And even when it snowed, um, Lisa brought snow down to him. And they just cared about each other more and more throughout their time together. And I think Max, um, really gained trust for Liesl because Liesl kept all of his secrets to herself well and Woody but he didn't tell anyone and um so Max knew that he could trust Liesl and when he left he only left because he didn't want to get Liesl and her family hurt which I think was a really brave thing to do yeah um yeah, I think that about sums it up for that one. So, um, how do you think this is apparent in current times? Um, well, I know that we've both read the article, um, my friend Virginia from Virginia, and my opinion is that love brings people together in a way that um, promotes family-like loyalty. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, in the article, Virginia's friend said, I gained in her a fast friend, fun and fiercely loyal, despite her differences. And I think that really shows how um, they made a really close bond in their time in boarding school. And um, it was kind of like Max and how he grew a relationship with Liesl and how Woody grew a relationship with Liesl, too. And um, I think that really connects to both the stories. Yeah, I think it connects to, like, adoptive families when um, they adopt a child, even if they already have one, and, you know, they don't all look the same. 
or um, they have different personalities, um, come from different cultures. They still love each other and they still respect each other's differences. And I feel like that's shown with, you know, a lot of these pieces of literature in, in history, although Hitler didn't respect a lot of the differences, the Jews and, you know, the people of a non-Aryan race. But um, Max and Liesel were different. Um, they come from different backgrounds, but, you know, they still respect each other. They still love each other. Um, so I think that definitely shows um, that type of love. Yeah, those are very fair points. Mm-hmm. So do you think that um, family-like characteristics are represented by Hitler? Yeah, I think the Jews were definitely a family. They kind of, since they shared their religion, and they were going through all the same stuff as each other, I think that um, made a really close bond with all of them. And they could relate to each other, and so they knew that they were safe around other Jews, not as much as each other. Yes, I feel like they definitely um, wanted to protect um, everybody they could, the Jews, um, back then because they didn't want anybody to die. They didn't want anybody to get hurt. They didn't want anybody to be separated from their families. So they were doing all they really could. Um, but when you're against the Nazis, it's very hard to, um, win that fight. Yeah, I think it's also really hard to just keep peace between everyone. And even though they were trying as hard as they could, um, it just wasn't going to work. Yeah, it kind of connects like to social Darwinism because um, the Nazis said, uh, oh, we're just, you know, met um, the weak will die. And um, although they were fighting them, and they said it was, oh, it's natural for people to die. It's natural for, you know, the runts to die. So that's why I think they killed the Jews. I think they thought that they were runts. So um, the Jews just tried to stay together. In current times, the words, she didn't invite me down south for holiday for her fear that her grandmother would make me enter through the back door connects right back to, you know, being adopted. It shows, you know, she loves her, but she doesn't want her to be discriminated against. You know, she doesn't want her feelings to get Mostly talked about how their love grew, even though they had differences and even though they didn't look alike. Um, and they care for each other so much. I think that... They just didn't want to let go, and I think that they're going to be friends for a long time. Yeah, so, um, Lily, Lily, uh, found Virginia, and, um, you know, Virginia just welcomed her into her life, um, with open arms, and protected her from, you know, all the rich people in that private school and uh, 
you know, although Virginia had money, she didn't want to make, you know, doesn't say anything about her wanting to make just anybody feel bad, but she didn't want Lily to feel bad, especially. And um, so she protected her like some European families, protect, protected Jews, and how, you know, other Jews protected other Jews. So I think that definitely shows how they're a family. Um, they were, Lily and Virginia were a family, but, you know, the Jews and the Europeans who didn't support the Holocaust were like one big family, you know, all trying to just get along and stay alive. And I think when you said um, Virginia welcomed her with open arms, that really got to me because in the article it said that Virginia kind of, like, she did welcome her with open arms. She said, hi, I'm Virginia from Virginia. And that kind of, I feel like that line just kind of gives me a sense of her personality. And... um I think it shows how she's really happy and bright, and um, I think Virginia is really sweet because since she didn't even want to hurt anyone's feelings, um, she just wanted to make a new friend who she could bond with. Yes, but I don't think that um, that is applied with the Jews because I feel like it was much more intense and the Jews were definitely a little uneasy when they were welcomed into a European home because, you know, the Nazis were checking the basements. Um, you know, everybody was kind of on their toes because they didn't know if this family was secretly a Nazi family who was going to get them, you know, put to death or put in a concentration camp. And I feel like that's how Max felt coming in he knew they were family friends but he was still a little uneasy he was sick so you know he just wanted to get along so um yeah yeah those are very fair points so now it's time for one of our favorite mentor texts the boy in the striped pajamas um how is love building a family-like bond in this book um well, I think since Bruno turned to Smule, whenever he got in an altercation with his family, and since Bruno, I, at the beginning of the book when I was reading, I always thought that Bruno was super negative, and he never looked on the bright side, but I think when he found Smule, that kind of changed him, and it changed his point of view, and they grew a really strong relationship um, and I think Bruno, his personality even kind of changed a little bit because he started to look on the bright side a little bit more. And um, even though he didn't really know what Shmuel was going through, he let Shmuel have a spot where he could just open up to him. Yeah, so I think we can both agree that um, Bruno didn't have the most loving family um, they cared about Bruno, but they were very stern. Um, so I felt like, you know, when Bruno talked to Shmuel, it was like a family to him. 
he was much happier. He was always excited to go um, talk to Shmuel, and he didn't know what Shmuel was going through, but, you know, Shmuel never really wanted to talk about it anyways, other than to, like, just vent, (laughs) and um, Shmuel tells Bruno his issues, Bruno tells Shmuel his, you know, lesser issues, but tells him his issues, and I feel like that is very um, brotherly, but also, like, me and my mom, we talk about our issues to each other, so I feel like that shows um, like a sort of domestic essence in the book. Yeah, I think that they did have a brotherly bond, and like you were saying, Molly, um, it does connect to families today, because we bond with our, whether it's our parents or our friends, or just anyone who we're really tight with, and we can just kind of put everything, or just lay everything out on them, and talk to them, and I think Shmuel really started to trust Bruno, because Bruno, well, Bruno gained his trust, because he never told anyone about Shmuel, and since they became such tight friends, I don't think they ever wanted to let go. Yeah, like, um, me and my friends were really close, so we definitely vent, and, you know, sometimes, although it's not, you know, the most fun to say, like, sometimes you have to say something that's hard to hear, but you know that it's going to be best for your friends, so I think that that is definitely, like, domestic, you know, like, all my friends are, like, sisters to me, and so, um, you know, that all connects to the books. Yeah, I agree with that. Those are fair points. And I think um, when I said earlier that Bruno and Shmuel never really wanted to let go, I kind of, in the end of the book, it also said how they were holding hands till the end. And I think that's a really important line because they they never did let go until yeah. the end. Um, both like emotionally and physically at the end they um smudged to be together I feel that that you know fence separating them um not only is it was there an actual fence but it was more of a metaphor that their religions um although Bruno was unsure of his own religion um they were separated by the Nazis. They were separated by the Holocaust in general. And I feel that that really shows, uh, you know, just how they, um, even though, like, me and my sisters were different, we still love each other. And, you know, there is that fence of our ages, you know. We just love each other like we're twins almost yeah um I think the fence didn't even really separate them because even since Bruno he went on the other side of the fence so he could do Shmuel and that fence was there to separate them but since their love was so tight they didn't want to be separated 
I kind of disagree because when they were, um, you know, they saw that fence and they felt a little separated, although um, emotionally they weren't separated. I mean, yeah, sure, they felt separated, but since they, since Bruno went under the fence, it kind of showed how there's nothing that could separate them. Let's change topics a little bit. Okay, so how do you think these domestic tendencies are applied in Anne Frank? Well, I think Anne Frank's coping mechanism was her diary, Kitty, because she that's how she coped with everything, and she kind of vented, and she just let everything on Kitty, and I think that was a really good resource because she felt like it was safe in that journal and that no one would find it. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like um, Kitty was almost like a mother to her, and um, Kitty almost take, took care of her and, um, you know, kept her mentally sane almost. I mean, I agree with the mentally sane part, but I don't really think Kitty took care of her. I think it was more, like... And just found a source that she could rely on and just let everything out. Yeah, her diary, not only did she, like, let things out on it, but um, it was, like, her baby. Like, she, it was one of her prized possessions. Yeah, I think that um, even though Kitty's not a person, they still got, like, close. Because even though Kitty was a diary... I think Anne kind of imagined her as a person. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, let's wrap it up here. So, I think the theme is definitely represented in every story discussed today, and it's also represented by the Jews in the Holocaust. Definitely. Thank you for hosting us today. Thanks for listening. Bye.